I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster. Welcome to the Man Cave, where joining me tonight for Diz Dad's podcast number 582 are Mel Oliver. Hey, everybody. Good evening. Roy David. What a way to start the holiday weekend. Hey, everybody. Nathan Trent. Hello, humans. Ah! Ah! And Michaela Rittmaster. Hello, people of the interwebs. 2319! We have a 2319! So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight is going to be our uh, sort of opening round. This is going to be setting the field for our annual Dizdad Summer Tournament. Uh, this year is a bit of a, a back-to-the-future moment. We're going to go back and revisit a tournament for the first time in podcast in our podcast's history. Um, the very first summer tournament we did was the My Walt Disney World tournament that uh, panel member here, Nathan Trent, sort of shepherded uh, into life. So we brought him back to uh, kind of lead the panel, and we're going to do a little bit different twist on My Walt Disney World this time around. And one of the big things that is uh, sort of a core twist here is that rather than having a series of, of polls and things used to set the field, uh, we're going to let these four panel members draft the field, much like we did the uh, quick service dining tournament last summer because we felt like that worked pretty well. So before we jump into that drafting process, I do need to take a minute and thank our podcast sponsor, Mouse Master Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Let a Mouse Master agent take care of the stressful parts of your Disney destination vacation planning so that you can focus on the fun. You can check them out at mousemastertravel.com. Okay, so uh, we did set a draft order before the podcast began, uh, and so each round we'll get uh, draft picks first from Nate, then Roy, then Michaela, and finally Mel. Um, and just so we're clear with everybody on what you can expect, um, these these draft picks are going to be just about any ride, attraction, or show that you could find at Walt Disney World. Um, a lot of these are going to be, you know, pretty obvious. I mean, when you say, you know, Space Mountain or whatever, I mean, that, that's an attraction. That's clearly something that can be uh, drafted. We also, in the spirit of the original uh, My Walt Disney World tournament, will accept certain sort of experiences that don't necessarily fit quite so cleanly um, as a ride or attraction or show. So, when those kinds of picks come up, um, basically I'm going to throw it back to the person making that pick and have them sort of make an argument for us about you know why that ought to be uh, an appropriate candidate for um, a draft slot. So uh, with that, with that said, and I think everybody on the panel is is ready to go. We chatted a bit before we started recording to make sure everybody understood. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and toss this to Nate to get us rolling. So Nate, what is the first pick in this draft? Uh all right i'm looking at this like a draft you know so i'm drafting a football team and i had to get me a quarterback and this is probably going to shock a lot of people but i'm not taking what i think most people think i'll take i'm going to take happily ever after interesting so nate goes for a fireworks spectacular happily ever after with the number one pick in the draft uh interesting choice uh you want to give us a quick reason why that was the number one pick? Uh, you know, I, I loved Wishes, and, you know, but, you know, to me, this this whole show is, is just, it, it's a complete spectacle. You know, you've got the castle projections, fireworks, pretty good score to it. You know, the score, uh, Wishes still touches my heart a little bit more, but th this one, I mean, I've been to two dessert parties for this thing, and I have, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it just, a totally awesome show probably the you know if i, I were to take somebody who was non-disney fan that you know that's what i'd take them to okay. and say this is what disney interesting, can do interesting way to put it all right so good justification for a number one pick uh we have our first contestant off the board roy what's next i guess i'm gonna Pick the one that fell into my lap. Oh, boy. I'm going with the juggernaut that is Avatar, Flight of Passage. 
<laughs> All right. So Flight yeah. of Passage, uh, currently, I would have to call it the hardest to get fast pass at Walt Disney World, uh, goes to Roy with the second pick. Uh, Michaela, what goes third? Um, Jedi Training Academy. Interesting choice. So tell us why Jedi Training goes this high. Well, because I can't do it anymore. And I feel like since it was a big part of whenever we would go to Disney, that was something that we had to do. Since I can't go and do Jedi Training Academy anymore, I might as well put it as, you know, something in the tournament. All right. All right. I I can't. I can hear what you're saying. So basically it's something that is only available to guests for sort of a limited time period and it makes it more valuable. Um, I can hear that. So uh, Mel, where are you going to go to close out first round? All right. I am going to bring the first mountain into the conversation. And for this, I'm going to splash mountain. You get to get wet. You get great animatronics. It's a zippity doo dah day. There's nothing to not love about Splash Mountain. Good choice. All right. So we have the, the first mountain off the board, and uh, we'll roll back around to Nate uh, back at the, the top here. Again, I'm going big. The biggest attraction in all the whole world, Kilimanjaro Safaris. All right. Fun for the whole family. Different ride every time. <laughs> Interesting that uh, the that we have uh, you know now two attractions uh, for Animal Kingdom in the first six picks. I mean, who'd have thought that you know two years ago, a year and a half ago? Um, all right, so Kilimanjaro Safari goes to Nate uh, Roy. Where are we headed next? I'm going to the one attraction that I never thought my in-laws would love. But I'm going to go with Toy Story Midway Mania. It is the only ride that I've ever been able to get my mother-in-law to go on at least twice. I think she set a record. She went on five times the last time we were there. So that's got to be worth something. All right. Uh, So Toy Story Mania comes off the board. And Michaela, you're up again. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. The code All right. So Pirates of the Caribbean. uh, Classic in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, this may be the first, as I'm looking, yeah, um, well, even that one. Okay, so now I'm amused. We're now uh, almost through the second round. We have yet to have an opening day attraction get selected. Uh, Mel, is that going to continue to be the case? It will, but I'm going to bring the first Epcot attraction onto the list here. Um, I'm going to bring in Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, um, Fireworks pretty much in a 360, and just a... Uh, it's been going on for so long that I think I know that eventually a change is going to come, but this is going to be a nostalgic show. That I think people talk about for a long, long time. Okay. It's a good point. Uh, so Mel takes the second nighttime spectacular off the board. Uh, Nate, where do we go from here? You have to unmute yourself first. I've done that. Hey, hey, I did that. <laughs> I'm taking the defending champion, the Haunted Mansion. All right. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. Oh, yes. Nate, Michaela's uh, sworn nemesis since uh, My Walt Disney World Tournament 1 steals Michaela's pick with Haunted Mansion. All right, so Roy, are you going to continue the uh, classic attractions trend, or are we going someplace else? I think I might. I might have to go to the very first attraction I ever went on when I went to Disney World. I'm going to go with Peter Pan's Flight. All right, so there we go. I think that that may be our first uh, opening day attraction to to come off the board. Uh, Peter Pan's Flight. Actually, uh, Nate, do you remember, was Haunted Mansion opening day for Walt Disney World? I, I couldn't tell you at the moment. <laughs> I didn't remember. You know, I know it's close. If my Disney Encyclopedia son was here, I could tell you. But <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, if if not, Peter Pan's flight certainly was. Uh, 
So we finally have uh, at least a couple of classic attractions coming off the board here with the ninth and 10th picks. Uh, Michaela, are we going to continue on this Magic Kingdom streak? Or are you going to take us somewhere else? Uh, well, I think I'm going to take us somewhere else to Mission Space. Mission Space? What? Really? Seven, six, I mean, I can't five, drive a car yet, but four, I can drive a spaceship, three, so... Two, <laughs> All right, so a definite uh, you know, tween perspective here, or teen perspective now. Uh, we go to, to Mission Space in Epcot with the 11th pick. Uh, Mel, where are we going with 12? Let's go do some uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios. See, that's where I thought Michaela was going to go. I mean, that wasn't going to be my next one, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so we've, we've got a, an attraction finally, a couple in a row here. We've gone Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and uh, we're coming back around here to Nate. So, Nate, you're going to you know complete our tour of the world? Are we getting a, an Animal Kingdom attraction from you again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Let me think here just a second. I've got two of them here. I'm going to go with the uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Ooh, a newfangled attraction for Nate. I just just like the little dark ride element in the middle. Yeah. It's gentle enough coaster for a whole family to enjoy. All right. Good point. Good point. Uh, so, Roy, are you going to keep us on the family-friendly trend? Oh, heck no. I already did that with my mother already. <laughs> My next pick's going to be the Rock and Roller Coaster. Woo! Yeah. The one, right. uh, it's the one ride that my uh, mother-in-law definitely will not get on. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you go where you go and you need a break, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's see. That takes us back to Michaela. Uh, your two Hollywood Studios favorites, along with Training Academy, are gone now. Michaela, where are you headed next? Uh, next, I'm headed over to Enchanted Tales with Belle. Ah. Because, yeah, Belle's one of my favorite Disney princesses. And uh, my friend, who we took to Disney World with us uh, for my bat mitzvah trip, um, got to be the beast during Enchanted Tales with Belle, and it's one of my favorite memories at Disney World. Yeah, he really enjoyed that. Um, all right, so uh, Enchanted Tales with Belle, the first character meet-and-greet to go off the board, and uh, we come back around to Mel to finish out round four. I'm completing my tour of the parks, uh, and I'm now going to go over to Animal Kingdom and do Expedition Everest. Ooh, nice choice. So the, the sort of signature thrill attraction in Animal Kingdom for many years uh, finally goes off the board here in the fourth round. And uh, we start up the fifth round with Nate again. Hmm. Hey, I'm unmuted. Okay. <laughs> uh, gosh. See, this is where it starts to get harder, right? In the middle rounds, it really does get challenging to figure out where to go next. Well, I let Flight of Passage get away from me, so I'm going to go with its older brother, Soren. Ah, interesting. Only in the middle seats. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you're stuck with the whole attraction, Nate. Ah. Can I go classic, Soren? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope. Current attractions only. Okay. But I I, I feel your pain. I appreciate the uh, comment there because, uh, you know, we've talked about this quite a bit on the show about, you know, the the new digital film is absolutely pristine. It's gorgeous unless you're on the edges and you're dealing with an Eiffel Tower that looks more like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. (laughs) Uh, all right, so Roy, you're going to take us, uh, you know, we, we've gone again. We've got Magic Kingdom, uh, Animal Kingdom, Epcot. You're going to bring us back to Hollywood Studios? I think I will this time, and I think I'm going to go with Star Tours. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michaela. So, Nate, 
it, it looks like Roy is going to be uh, giving you a run for your money to become uh, Michaela's new nemesis. <laughs> that's that's two in a row, I think. She's hey, worth it's like theory. it's like in Kim Possible. You have Draken and you have seeing your senior. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, but I think in this context, you know, Nate has to be senior senior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Michaela, with Star Tour stolen out from under you, where are you going to go instead? I'm going to go with Muppet Vision 3D because I've been watching the Muppet show since I could watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so nostalgia picks even for the teenager. Um, all right, so Mel, Mel, where are you going to take us uh, to round out round five? I'm going to round it out with Test Track. All right, so more picks from the uh, sort of Epcot uh, Future World Thrill Ride series. Um May have pretty much cleaned all those out now with Test Track gone. So, uh, Nate, what's the next pick? I'm going to go with uh, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Interesting. So, Nate now takes his second of the Magic Kingdom Mountains. Um He's got both Big Thunder and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Uh, Roy, you gonna gonna halt Nate's mountain collection here? I guess I have to, yeah, because my next pick's gonna be Space Mountain. I figured okay. that one had to be coming off soon. <laughs> Mikhail, was that yours? I apologize if it was. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So, Michaela, you need to do a better job of keeping your <laughs> cheat sheet a secret, apparently. Uh, so, what's what's your fifth round pick here? Um, hold on, I gotta think now. <laughs> That's difficult. Um, I would have to go with Fantasmic. Ooh, okay. Another nighttime show goes off the board as Michaela goes with the classic show in Hollywood Studios, Fantasmic. Uh, Mel, what's up next? I think I'm going to take the first non-nighttime like spectacular show that's come on the board. And I'm going to take Festival of the Lion King. Ah, nice. Yeah, I think that is our first uh, you know, first show, the first stage show to come off the board. So um, Festival of the Lion King in Animal Kingdom goes to Mel. Uh, Nate, start us off on the uh, next round here. Oh, boy. It's getting hard now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, just one second. I am going to have to go with the uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade. Uh, now, I guess we'll, you know, we're not going to discount it at this point, um, you know, based on. For you know, Flaming Dragon? Yeah, Melted Dragon yet. <laughs> It should be back, you know. <laughs> I specifically want to take the Melting Dragon version. Can I, can I take that one? <laughs> the Flaming Dragon. Uh, all right, so festival. So we have two festivals in a row as the Festival of Fantasy Parade goes to Nate. Uh, Roy, how do you I follow a Flaming I'm- Dragon? <laughs> I'm going to take the nice, easy, peaceful route, and I'm going to go with the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. It's just a, nice, <laughs> just a nice, easy way to really ease your way into the adventure. I just about did that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so People Mover goes to Roy. I'm going to assume, Michaela, that that one wasn't a steal. You actually get to pick what you intended to pick this round. So yeah. where are we going? Uh, I'm going to go with Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Did I choose the wrong one or something? No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Interesting selection. I think it, it may be the first. Uh, I was just trying to glance back. I think that that's our first true dark ride. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Haunted Mansion went off earlier. Okay. Yeah, it All did. Right. Uh, Haunted Mansion and Pirates went earlier. All right, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm not sure what I was thinking. Uh, 
so Under the Sea, the sort of modern retro uh, uh, dark ride in Magic Kingdom goes to Michaela. Uh, Mel, what's up next? Oh, see, now, now I've hit the hard part. Let's see. I think I'm going to go with the Jungle Cruise. Ah, classic attraction for Mel. So, uh, see, we've got a, a modern retro dark ride for Michaela. People Mover went to Roy before that. Jungle Cruise to Mel. We're kind of in the more uh, laid back attractions, Nate. You going to continue on that trend, or are we going to go back in the uh, more of a thrill ride direction? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not. Gosh, this list is so long. You know, I think I'm going to throw in a wild card, and it's not on the list. Okay, I'm, I'm good. And. It, it has made World Showcase not the seventh circle of hell for me, and I like the Flower and Garden Festival. Can this be counted? <laughs> uh, I I think uh, you know it's an event. Yeah, we've had some discussions about whether whether a standalone event could count. Um, I, I don't have any problem with it. I think that you know this is probably a, an appropriate place for something like that to to get drafted if we're going to allow them. Um, you know, limited time kind of balances it. So. Uh, unless we've got any objections from the panel, um, I'll allow it. I don't have a problem with it. I'm good with it. Okay, so we're going to go with the Flower and Garden Festival for Nate. I chose that over food and wine just because of the topiaries. <laughs> okay, that's true. A little different, uh, you know, a little different decor take. Um, and, you know, I think one of the things is in, in recent years, it's a little bit smaller than Food and Wine Festival as well in terms of, of its scope. And it just doesn't feel as crowded as a result, I think. Yeah. Uh, I've right. been to both, and that one's more enjoyable. So <laughs> There you go. Uh, so Flower and Garden Festival went to Nate. Uh, Roy, what are you going to steal from Michaela this time? Michaela, if I steal this from you then you are a much better person than I could ever imagine. But I'm going to pick a wild card myself, and only because I was a witness to it on my last trip, I'm going to pick the flag retreat ceremony at the Magic Kingdom. Nice um, yeah, I'm not that good of a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the reason why I did it was this, and, and it's I have seen it before, and it is kind of emotional, kind of stirring, but, but it took on a special meaning last time I was there because um, there was a family there, um, and it was their grandfather who was being honored for his service um, during uh, during Korea. Um, and they happened to be surprised by their father, who was serving overseas and actually made the trip by surprise. Oh, so wow. uh, that was a really, really neat thing. But um, it, it really does put a lot of things in perspective. And, you know, we 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 often joke and laugh about, you know, how much we, we dedicate our lives to, to to reliving the magic of Disney. But these folks take it to a completely different level and, and definitely make you realize that we're very lucky to, to be where we are. So I'm going to pick with a flag retreat. All right. Well, a nice sentimental choice, certainly an appropriate choice as we record this on Memorial day uh, or Memorial day weekend. Uh, so Michaela, uh, again, you get a, a free, a free shot here. So, you know, what's the pick? Well, I mean, I don't know how I can follow up with that, but um, <laughs> spaceship earth, um, all right. So, uh, you know, an, an icon attraction at the front of Epcot, um, we've gone from, from the sort of, uh, small detail attraction in the flag retreat, the, you know, huge geodesic, uh, sphere. Mel, what's it going to be? Uh, you you going big or you going small? So I'm going with a go with me here. So let me know what you all think of this. <laughs> what about... And I personally have not had the opportunity to do this myself yet, but I've had several, you know, several people who have and had nothing but rave reviews. What about the void, uh, the secrets of the empire experience at Disney Springs? Uh, so this I is, thought that was just finals preparation. <laughs> now this is the new star Wars virtual reality experience. Um, I, I think that that's a perfectly legitimate, uh, you know, thing to put up there. So uh, we'll call it the the void. Um, 
Star Wars VR experience. I, I know I'm wanting to try it as soon as I get back down there. Yeah. My brother just got to do it a couple of weeks ago and said it was pretty incredible. Yeah, no, that, that absolutely belongs as a, you know, an attraction um, that, that is part of your Walt Disney World experience. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, so Nate, how do you oh, follow no. one of the newest attractions? <laughs> uh, about one of the oldest ones. <laughs> you know, I've I've said it for a long time. This is one of my favorites. Is Mickey's Magics. Okay, love that three D show. So one of the early three uh, D shows um, in Walt Disney World. What round are we on, by the way? I'm just we are. I lost track. That's okay. Uh, let's see. That was just the 33rd pick. So let's see. 32 divided by four would have been eight. So that, this is the beginning of the ninth round. You know how to math. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roy. What's your ninth round pick? Oh, now I'm going to start to think a little bit here. Um, my ninth round pick, I think, might have to be another sentimental one. Um, I think I'm going to go with Dumbo. Okay. Now, see, this is a this is one that that is interesting to me because you know, obviously, Dumbo was included in my Walt Disney World sort of the last time that we we did this tournament. But it was a completely different attraction last time, right? I mean, it, now yeah. it's all new lighting. It's the double Dumbo. It's got the new, um, you know, sort of the the queueless queue system. Um, oh, let me tell you, that was a lifesaver. Didn't have to stand in line. She gets to run around all she wanted. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it, it, very interesting. It's a completely different attraction with the, you know, essentially a, a different attraction with the same name uh, this time around in the tournament. So, um, all right. So, Michaela, where are you going next? I'm going with the attraction led by the best animated Disney villain. Uh, I'm going with Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom because Hades is awesome. <laughs> All right, so Michaela goes with the game in the Magic Kingdom, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's an interesting one because I, I'm not sure, I don't think it had even launched when we were doing the tournament the first time around. So um, it's, a, it's a new entry. Um, all right, so Mel, how are we going to close out the round? So this is my next go with me here. <laughs> Until I was an adult, I never had the opportunity to stay on property at a Disney resort hotel. So, as a kid, my first ride experience every single trip was a Walt Disney World parking lot tram. And that's how you knew you were at Disney World and you were on vacation. Because you got to smell the sweet, sweet smell of diesel exhaust. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's not one that I would have chosen, but... I think it's legit. We've talked about park transportation being an integral part of the experience. Um, I wouldn't have figured the parking lot trams to go first, but there's, you know, there's it's still a little bit of me it's that every time I'm there and stay on property, I'm a little sad I didn't bring a car and can ride on the tram. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, you know that's that's your experience, and so you're that's that's an important part of your Walt Disney World. It's on the board. Parking lot trams. Uh, start out the next round for us, Nate. He missed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the monorail. Uh, <laughs> the band-aid falling apart. <laughs> Doors opening while you're going down the road. <laughs> Monorails. That's right. It may smell like an old band-aid, but it's still a classic Disney attraction. And that's my pick. <laughs> All right. So the monorail goes to Nate. Uh, Roy, what's next? Oh, boy. Now we're getting into some difficult territory here. Um, 
Hmm. Only because I end up being that guy all the time. I'm going to go with Monsters, Inc., the laugh floor. No! <laughs> uh, Mikhail, you and I, you know, we're, we're on the same wavelength here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Roy continuing to uh, punch up his credentials as Michaela's newest nemesis. Uh <laughs> Michaela, what was the backup choice? Um, I thought everybody missed that, so I didn't have that. <laughs> I'm going to go with Tomorrowland Speedway because, as I said earlier, I can't drive, but this makes it so I can. <laughs> okay. All right, so Michaela goes with the Tomorrowland Speedway as a, an emergency backup. Um, Mel? Do I have to go with you farther? Oh. It would be really helpful if I unmuted my mic, wouldn't it? Uh, it records uh, better that way. <laughs> um, I was going to say, no, I'm not. I'm going to rein myself in a little bit. I'm going to go sticking with the theme of transportation, the Walt Disney World Railroad. Okay, so we go with in-park transportation this time around, and we go with the Walt Disney World Railroad in the Magic Kingdom for Mel. And uh, Nate, we've had, uh, you know, trains go each of the last couple of rounds. We had the monorail. We had the Walt Disney World Railroad. Um, You took Big Thunder Mountain Railroad a while back. I I think we may be out of railroads. Um, So so what are you going to pick? Oh gosh, where did my pick go? <laughs> I was just staring at it. Oh, I'm going with uh, Finding Nemo the Musical. Oh, nice pick. I have okay, the. Uh, sure. I listen to the soundtrack all the time when I'm mowing the yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people talk about you know Lion King all the time, but to me, Finding Nemo the Musical is the best. Uh, it's it's my favorite of the. Uh, of the shows there and really it's probably my favorite live show period. That's not, you know, other than fireworks shows and things. I think it's fantastic. Um, all right. So, um, Roy, what, uh, what's up next? Uh, Hmm. Only because I love, I love the, uh, the look of sheer terror on people's faces. Um, especially all the psychologist bills that come afterwards, but it's tough to be a bug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, watching, watching people come out of there after the, after the Beatles leave kind of freaks everybody out. And I know my daughter absolutely hates it with seeing those spiders coming down from the floor, from the, from the ceiling. So, all right. So from a, uh, you know, movie brought to life on stage to, uh, you know, bugs brought to life in 4D. Michaela, what do you do next? Um, I'm going to go with Turtle Talk with Crush. Because we we did this thing when I was younger. We would hit each other's heads together like they did in Finding Nemo. <laughs> yep. Noggin. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. So uh, let's see. I think we're ready here now to close out the 11th round. Uh, So, Mel, what do you have for us? Hmm. Let's see here. I think I'm going to go with Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Okay. A true throwback. Carousel of Progress, classic attraction, goes to Mel as we close out round 11. Uh, Nate, get us rolling. We're kind of entering the home stretch here, the last four rounds. Uh, how do we start round 12? <clears throat> Boy, this is getting rough. Uh, which one? 
I've got to give Hollywood Studios at least one pick (laughs) (laughs) from me. Uh, It's another nighttime spectacular, the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I didn't see that on the list. (laughs) I love that show. Second best fireworks show, Ben. Yeah, I I mean, (laughs) it it was my favorite until Happily Ever After debuted, so... I'm right there with you, Nate. All right, Roy, what are you stealing from Michaela this time? <sighs> I've got a good one, too. And I don't know if anybody ever picked it yet, but did anybody pick Buzz Lightyear yet? Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> and there you have your answer. There you go. Well, I had another one, Michaela, but I figured that I missed that one. I, I don't know how we did. And that's the tr- that's the Toy Story precursor. And I have yet to score 999,000 points on it. So until I do, that's going to be on my list. I mean, I'm okay. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> all right. So uh, Roy snags Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin right out from under Michaela's nose. Um, Michaela, what are you going to pick instead? I'll go with The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. That was my other one. Half. <laughs> I love that it was one or the other. All right, so a classic dark ride in the Magic Kingdom. Mel, where to next? So I'm going to go with something that we talked about, I think, before we started recording that we were cool with. I'm going to go with an unopened attraction. I'm going to pick Slinky Dog Dash. That's right. This is the new. You know, by the time this airs, it will have opened, uh, and we've all seen sort of preview video. So, so Mel, I, you know, let's take just a second and talk a little bit more about it. Um, you know, what, what makes Slinky Dog Dash, you know, not only unridden, but literally sight unseen because you haven't actually seen it up, up you know, in person, uh, worthy of uh, a pick as one of the top 64 attractions in Walt Disney World. So I think, you know, one of the things that has made the Seven Doors Mine Train such a popular ride is that it's something that really anyone in the family can do. It's It has that little bit of a thrill element, but you don't need a super high thrill tolerance to enjoy it. And I think that Slinky Dog Dash is going to kind of hit that sweet spot as well. Um, I think also, too, just the fact that it's into a completely new themed land within Hollywood Studios and that Hollywood Studios has really needed for the past several years. Um, I think it's just going to... It's kind of the first step to some of the new things happening at that park. And so I think it's going to be um, a popular ride. It looks like it's going to be fun. It's got, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's got a little bit of a launch element, not quite to the extent of Rock and Roller Coaster, but there's not like a typical lift hill experience. Yeah, that's my my understanding is that it, it gets rolling, you know, it gets an assist to get moving instead of having to climb a lift hill to get rolling. And that's that's pretty fun. I think I think that is going to be something that's kind of unique, um, and uh, I think it's definitely going to be probably a lot of a lot of people's first roller coaster over the next couple of years. Their first roller coaster experience and might hold that nostalgic value, you know, in ten fifteen years from now. Good point. Good point. New nostalgia opportunity. Uh, all right. So uh, Nate. We're, we're rolling back around to the home stretch. We bought you a little time to think there as we talked about Slinky Dog Dash. Where are you going next? I am going to go with the Navi River Journey. Okay. So the, the, the other attraction. Yeah. That, that <laughs> other attraction. You know, it, it's, got, it's got its faults, but there there's some impressive things in there also. You know, the animatronic... Uh, there's a couple of, of the insects crawling on the tree. I, I haven't quite figured out how they do that with the projection to make them look so real. So, yep, yep, they do. I mean, I, I gotta admit, you know, I finally wrote it uh, with a fast pass because I got an opportunity to do it. it. It it was, you know, usually it doesn't seem worth it to wait in the standby line. So I kind of have been waiting, and I finally wrote it with a fast pass. And I gotta say, I I don't think I would wait an hour and a half for it. But, you know, getting on with a reasonable weight, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's a beautiful attraction. Uh, I think it's mostly taken a reputation hit just because of the length of the lines. Yeah. Which seems a little unfair. And, 
and and the other ride just kind of totally overshadows it. So right. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. Okay. So so we we got a couple of you know very new attractions that came off the board. One not even open yet. Uh, Roy, where do we go from there? Uh, I think just you, you tugged on my heartstrings a little bit when you talked about nostalgia. Um, and talking about first roller coaster as well. I took my daughter on her first roller coaster in Maine. It was the Barnstormer. So I'm going to go with that. And she absolutely geeked out over it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think she would like it all that much. Um, but she refused to be held and just had her hands up the whole time. And I know I've got a, I've got a daredevil on my hands now. So Barnstormer it is. All right. Uh, so the Barnstormer is off the board. Uh, Michaela, I didn't hear any squealing so it sounds like you might have escaped without having a, an attraction stolen from you this time uh what is your pick okay i don't remember its name but it's where you go back in time and get a dinosaur egg <laughs> it's dinosaur oh that's easy <laughs> well I, I really like it because Jonathan, when we first went on it, when we came out, he says, we survived. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing we survived. Yeah, classic uh, family experience there on, on Dinosaur for the first time. And, and I, we did get the feeling that Jonathan wasn't entirely certain we were gonna. <laughs> That's a pretty intense ride. Yeah, and he was about four at that point, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so Mel, what's uh, what's going to close out the round? I'm going to go with Frozen Ever After and Epcot. I was <laughs> surprised that one was still on the board. I'm not. Consider, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Michaela. I think you were going to be the only one that would have picked that safely. <laughs> uh, all right, Nate. So. Uh, what do you think? Where where do we go from the uh, you know the e ticket that nobody wanted to have in their stable? <laughs> uh, something I really enjoy is uh, in Epcot over in American Adventure is the Voices of Liberty. Ooh, nice call. Nate goes uh, sort of uh, you know behind the board and goes with Voices of Liberty. Uh, Roy. Where where next? Um, I think we got to give some love to the to the OG himself. I would go with Walt Disney Presents. Okay, so the new sort of or newish uh, slimmed down one man's dream, uh, Walt Disney Presents. Yeah, in Hollywood Studios. Uh, Michaela, I think I think you know once again you get to pick what you wanted to pick. I don't think that was one that uh, Roy's stealing from you. No, right? Uh, I'm going to go with Disney Phineas and Ferb Agent P's World Showcase Adventure because I remember when I first did it when it was Kim Possible's Showcase Adventure. Oh. And it was it was pretty awesome then, but then Jonathan didn't know what Kim Possible was. He knew what Kim Possible was, he just wasn't interested. But when it changed to Agent P from Phineas and Ferb, that's when we both got to do it together. Right, right. Yeah, and it was even more fun when you could do it both together. Um, so Agent P comes off the board here, a couple rounds to go. Uh, Mel, what do you think? Hmm. So let's see here. I am going to go with let's do let's do Tom Sawyer's Island. Ooh, interesting pick. If Aunt Polly's Landing was still open, I'd be right there with you. <laughs> uh, All right, yeah. yeah, you know Tom Sawyer Island is a, is a one of those other sort of n- nostalgia picks. It's it's um, you know. I don't know. It, it, it's an attraction that for a certain time period going with the kids, you never miss. And then all of a sudden you never go back. It feels like. Um, all right. Uh, so Nate, 
it's your penultimate pick, this and then one more. So, you know, what, uh, what are you going to do to start us off in the 15th round? Okay. I think that will last. Uh, I've got to do with the origin of the keyword. <laughs> Living with the land. There it is. <laughs> Living with the land. That's for you, Mark Pratt. The original nap time quintessential attraction. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Roy, how do you follow up? Quintessential living with the land. Uh, we got to go with quintessential Disney, I think. I got to go with it's a small world. Okay. So, it's a small world survived until the 15th round. <laughs> Michaela, what do you do with your second gonna- to last pick? I'm going with Primeval Whirl. Ah, uh, that's right. Primeval Hurl. My daughter may be <laughs> one of the few people on the planet who really loves that attraction. You're so mature, Dad. <laughs> no, I just... I love roller coasters. I don't love spinning. Primeval Whirl is a bad combo. <laughs> um, all right, Mel. What's next? These last few rounds are always the hardest. It's like what what here is, you know, valuable enough that it might even survive a round. That's true. I mean, I got one, but somebody's going to take it, so I'm just nervous. Oh my I gosh. Don't. I've been muted for like... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> what I was saying is that had it not changed recently, it would have gone much higher on my list, but I'm going to take Town Square Mickey. Um, this is still a you know classic Walt Disney World experience, getting to meet Mickey Mouse um, at the Magic Kingdom. I wish that he still talked, but still fun. Yeah, I'm a little bummed that that experiment proved to be so short-lived because, um, I, I, you know, there were so many great experiences with that. But um, who knows? Maybe it'll be back in a slightly different form. Uh, but for now, it looks like the talking is gone. Uh, so, Nate, start us off with uh, the final round of our draft. I'm going to finish in Animal Kingdom. I just don't know which one. I think I'm going to go with Bats and Tigers with the Maharaja Jungle Track. <laughs> Over Gorilla Falls, but just by an edge. Okay, so the Maharaja Jungle Track to Nate. Roy, what's your final pick? I'm going to go a little bit off the reservation here, but I think my last pick is going to be the Streetmosphere characters in Hollywood Studios. I know that they've been touch and go for the past couple of months if not years but every time they come out they, they put on such a great show and they get everybody involved um and they can be as family friendly or and can be as risque hmm. uh depending on the crowd so right. i've gotten good chuckles on both sides all right so we'll we'll go with the citizens of hollywood for roy and uh i do hope i mean i'm with you i hope they do manage to hang on because they they really are sort of a they do a great job of setting a flavor for the park in a lot of ways. They, they do, yeah. Especially as you walk in that, you know, that golden age of Hollywood type of atmosphere, and you know, I know it's going to get overshadowed by, you know, Pixar Land and then Star Wars coming in too. But you know, to me, that that's quintessential Hollywood, and I really enjoy them. So, all right, Michaela, so- I left Michaela. I left you a softball. You better crush this one. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the last one well, for you, Michaela? I'm, I'm surprised nobody picked this, but I'm going to go with Cali River Rapids. Ah. That wasn't the one I was thinking of, but all right, that's a good choice. Because I remember the first time I went on it, everybody else got soaked and I didn't, so I stuck my head in a water fountain. <laughs> no, 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 not a water fountain. The the big fountain that's out in front of the bathrooms near Cali. There's like a big fountain. And she just stuck her head in the fountain because she was bummed that she was the only one who didn't get soaked. 
<laughs> I was eight, okay? Yeah, <laughs> you got to sit next to me. I get soaked every time. Uh, no, so My wife sits on the opposite side of the boat. I know, but everybody I'm in the boat next got swamped except her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could have handed her the electronics to hold because she came out pretty much dry. Oh, uh, when did they take away that waterproof thing in the middle? I was a little bummed by that. Yeah, they got rid of that about a, I want to say about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, oh. I, I think that they just, it failed too many times. And so it was providing oh, really? people with a false sense of security. Gotcha. It was better to just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, all right. So Mel, finish us up here. All right. I'm going to go with the, uh, the final nighttime spectacular. It wasn't picked yet. I'm going to go with rivers of light. It might not have fireworks, but it's still, it's still beautiful. It's just a different kind of show. That's right. That's right. I think that's a great choice to wrap us up with too. Uh, rivers of light goes off the board and we have our field. Um, I'll be turning this into a, a bracket that I'll get published on uh, the website and we'll push it out on the Facebook page as well so that you can follow along at home as we proceed along with the tournament um, and just kind of the way that uh, the schedule is going to work out. We will be wrapping up the tournament. The, the championship round of this tournament will be episode 600 of the show. So, cool. you know, I thought that That's was, thought that was a nice way to, to, you know, mark the occasion of 600 episodes. Hey, I have a question. What was episode of the first night? Well, Disney world, just the first. Um, so that's a great question. So let me take a look and see if I can find that. Cause that's kind of when you started a weekly thing then. For well, exactly. That's exactly when we started <laughs> weekly. Cause you know, originally going to a weekly show was, was going to be just an experiment for the summer. Right. We were only going to do it because otherwise it was going to take like three months to do the tournament. Uh, here we go. First tournament began that show. Um, uh, the original first round of my Walt Disney world, uh, was June 24th, 2012. 12. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six, almost six years ago. Wow. So, I mean, it's certainly, if you think about it, there's, there's an awfully lot of stuff that has changed in Walt Disney World since we did this first, you know, my Walt Disney World tournament. Um, there's, there's new and different stuff in every single one of the parks. Yeah, that's true. What was episode number? Uh, episode number 33. Wow. Wow. 33 to 600. Yep. I'd be curious to see what won. Uh, well, we know, yeah, the, the original tournament, um, Haunted Mansion won. Oh. Um, in episode 42 on August 27th, 2012. Wow. That's a worthy champion, though. I'll give you that. Um, and there were some pretty, there were pretty couple of pretty big upsets there in the last couple of rounds, um, which is really what set the stage for you know Michaela and Nate to uh, have this nemesis relationship, because you know <laughs> Michaela and I would listen together, and invariably, whenever Nate would cast his vote, Michaela's response would be, "Oh come on," <laughs> <laughs> or some other things. Well, yeah. Uh, and, and actually, I mean, you know, it all kind of flows together, right? Because the, that championship match was in August, um, of 2012. Um, my notes say that the first mention of Diz Dad's Club convention was, uh, October 7th, 2012 on the podcast. And that so, was my birthday. Right. Right. And that was the very first mention of Diz Dad's Club convention. And then the first Diz Dad's Club convention uh, was, you know, January uh, 2013. Right. When my I nemesis. broke my leg. Yes. <laughs> yes. All of the above. Um, all right. Well, so as we're wrapping up here, just real quick, guys, um, I, I'm I'm a little curious what everybody thinks. Um, was there anything in this draft that, you know, surprised you? Right, you didn't really expect to to see come out the way it did. Didn't expect to have a new nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela, that just means you and I are on the same touring strategy. That's all it means. 
<laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> keep <believing> that, right? <laughs> I mean, was there anything um, that you thought went maybe a lot lower, or you know, a lot got drafted a lot sooner than maybe you expected it to go? I think it all depends on everyone's individual experiences with Disney. Um, you know, I think if we took this solely as a popularity contest, I think there there are some similarities. But I think we've got we've got a lot of different viewpoints of how we how we perceive Disney to be as it as it pertains to us and our and our families. And uh, I, I have a feeling that as as the polls go out there. Uh, you're going to see a few more upsets out there. I think a lot of it depends on on how you on how you see them, uh, Aaron, and where you put them head sure. to head. Sure. Uh, but I'd be curious to see how that's going to work out. Well, so I might as well go ahead and explain. I, you know, I pulled all of my opinion out of this. So the way that this ends up working is, I'll take this draft, and I have all of the attractions, everything that was drafted, in a list from one to sixty four, and it's uh-huh. just one big S curve. So okay. it'll Got all it. lay out like an NCAA tournament, um, you know, based on the, the S curve. And then we'll go through and, you know, put them up head to head against each other. Um, first, the first four of these shows are, you know, the four quadrants basically of the uh, bracket and we'll kind of break down from there. So, um, all right. Well, I, I think we've got a lot of fun stuff ahead of us. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming this summer over the next several weeks. So, um, you've heard our panelists, you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts on their draft. Um, what did they miss? What should have gone sooner? What did they forget to draft that they should have? Um, I already have a bunch of that I forgot to draft. I know already. <laughs> Well, you can email some of those to us at podcast at disdads.com. Chat about it on our blog, disdads.com. Tweet us at disdadspodcast on Twitter or over on Facebook at facebook.com slash disdadspodcast. And hey, if you've got an extra minute, we'd really appreciate a review. Um, iTunes reviews are particularly helpful because those reviews bump us up, make it easier for other people to find the show, really regardless of the service that they're using to listen. Um, And uh, so until next time, I've been Aaron Ripmaster with Mel Oliver. Have a good night, everybody. Roy David. Good night, everybody. The OG, Nathan Trent. (laughs) Good night, everyone. And his nemesis, Michaela. 2319! Good night, people. Uh. <laughs> Our outro music is Whiskey on the Mississippi by Kevin McLeod. Kevin makes the song available on his website in Competech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. So hey, here's your attribution, Kevin. Thanks for the song. There's not a lot that I can say, you know, really should have been picked that wasn't. Um, Nobody took the Beauty and the Beast show, but I'm not sure it deserved to go. I saw that show once. (laughs) Um, I mean, I've seen it on the uh, musical theater, like, accounts on Instagram that I follow, but since I haven't seen it in real life, I didn't think I should cast it. Right. Right. Um, I mean... The Frozen sing along didn't get drafted, and the Indiana oh, Jones oh. Indiana Jones stunt show didn't get picked. Uh, I'm surprised the Tiki Room didn't go. I, yeah, yeah I was a little surprised about that's that. That's one. I almost took it several times. I just other I things I liked better. <laughs> small World or Tiki Room, and I figured which one gives me a longer nap. I figured Small World works. Nobody took Figment. I'm still <laughs> mad at you, Dad, for Figment. <laughs> the original figment, yes, not the new. Well, no, she's mad because I told her that they changed the the um, smells portion of the attraction and you know replaced the skunk smell with you know real roses and pointed <laughs> to the pointed to the the sign on the pipes there that see they changed it to roses. <laughs> I'm still mad at you. <laughs> So like my, uh, I think I officially had the weirdest pick of the night with my uh, parking lot trams. So. The, the parking lot trams. I hear you, dude. I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it, it will, if nothing else, it will lead to some interesting discussion. Yes. Oh, well, that was kind of the thinking there on that too. Yeah. That's you know that's the key to the whole tournament. Really, is that it's just it, it creates fun stuff to talk. About.